Hello and welcome to the Minimalist Tech Podcast. Today we're going to be discussing YouTube again. And uh, the reason that we're going to discuss it is because I'm currently going through, um, I've been working on letting go of YouTube. It's, It's, in terms of like social media apps, I'm already off all of those, but YouTube is an app that I have used more than any other app really by far. Um, in terms of um, time. And so for me, it's been very challenging to sort of let go of YouTube because it's, you know, it's where all the video lives on the internet, which is what it certainly seems like. But I've been working on it. And this past, uh, let's see, a couple weeks, uh, I completely blocked YouTube from all my devices and it is interesting (laughs) uh you know i just there's a few things that made me or sort of like i guess i've came to grips with that allowed me to let go of youtube on a more consistent basis and so i'll discuss a few of those things here um, for one, and a big part of it is the edutainment piece. There is this realization that it is a lot of fun to watch someone else do a lot of work and to see a sort of beginning to end result, right? Like a, a transformation or a restoration. Um, those type of videos are, are really enjoyable to watch. And so for me, for example, if you watch uh, like car restoration videos or, or you know, kitchen makeovers, you know, if you're watching a, a half an hour long YouTube video or, you know, whatever it is, if it's an hour long, if it's 15 minutes long, generally speaking, every, if someone's making videos consistently as a YouTuber and they're making that type of content and let's say they release a video once a week, um, then each video that ends up being, you know, 15, 20 minutes, whatever, uh, is a result of could easily be the result of fifty or sixty hours of of work, you know, just during that one week, just to do the actual work that they do, plus the filming and the editing and everything. So you get to con- see this really concise version of things, which is which is not you know, it's entertainment. It's not um, the reason I say this is because if you and the reason I'm considering it edutainment is because the excuse that we give ourselves, or at least the excuse I give myself, was that I'm learning something that I could potentially apply in the future. Right? I'm looking and I'm seeing how they're doing this. So in the future, it's something that I could do. So, you know, it's not just entertainment, it's edutainment. It's I'm learning, right? But when I look at it a little bit closer, and I say, okay, well, if it takes them, you know, 50 hours, let's just say 40. Let's say it takes 40 hours of work for them to release that, you know, content, which is which just represents a certain amount of work that gets accomplished, right? So you get to see something that occurred, that it started at point A, and at the end of the video, it's at point B, right? Next video, it's at point B, and then, then at the end of it, it's at point C, like there's an enjoyment in um, in seeing those 
Um, but every time they, every video sort of represents like an entire week's worth of work, generally speaking, right? In this example. So if I was to actually stop using it as edutainment, or let's just call it entertainment, because that's really what it is, and I was going to take what I learned to basically start doing this stuff myself. So let's say I'll use a car example. I wanted to, to restore some car. Well, I don't have 40 hours of available to work on a car, right? So let's just say I took two hours a day and I did it five days a week. Well, it gets me 10 hours. And so that's a quarter of the amount of time that I can put on something, which means that whatever they accomplished in a week is going to take me a month. And in reality, what takes, what takes them a week to do um, is based on years of experience. Most of these people have been doing this kind of stuff their entire lives, right? So, you know, they have 20 years of experience, 10 years of experience doing a particular thing. So it's not just going to take me a quarter of the time to do what they do or something similar. I'm, you know, I might be starting out at maybe like a tenth of their capacity or maybe even less because there's also all of the education and the, the training and information that I need to acquire in order to do every little step, right? So they might do something, they fix it really quickly, but in reality, they've already done something similar many, many, many times, and they've already researched how that's done. They know how it's done. They have the experience of doing it before. So really, like, I might be less, you know, than a, a tenth of the efficiency. I might be like, one percent of the efficiency at the end at the end of the day right of course if i stuck to it over time that efficiency would increase but the point is i'm not going to see the kind of results that um that i enjoy in an edutainment you know view right like i'm not going to see week to week huge improvements you know it could take me an entire month just to do something that you know seems fairly basic um, and that, cause there's also the, including like researching the products that you need to buy. And, and once you know what you need, what's the shipping time to get those things to you to actually use. And then do you have the tools to do it? And do you have the space to it? All those things are investments around what ends up being this beautifully orchestrated YouTube video. And in my life, um, what could represent, you know, uh, it depends, right? Like it could be something really enjoyable. If I want to take two hours a day and instead of watching videos, do that, there's nothing wrong with that. It's a beautiful thing. Um, and maybe I end up enjoying it and it doesn't matter that it's going to take me an entire year to get accomplished what they get in, in uh, you know, a month or whatever that, whatever that time frame is, right? Um, because I enjoy it and it's something and that's fine. But the reality is you just have to be realistic with it. Like that's something that I've been working on, right? Becoming more realistic with how much time and effort and energy and knowing it's so easy to underestimate. So, um, so that being said, this is one of the pieces that's allowed me to start to let go of some of these things because I can let go of this fantasy that I'm just going to start doing this myself. Um, which could happen at some point in the future, I suppose. But instead of watching someone do this all, you know, and, and spending all this time doing that, 
if I focus more on my you know core craft now uh, then you know I can have more benefits from that and then later on if I want to switch and start doing something similar to these videos then I can go ahead and do that later on I don't and and when I start doing it I will learn at that point because it's also better to learn while you're doing it right so if I'm if I'm working on let's say restoring a car and then I decide I want to watch these YouTube videos in the background um, as some, some sort of reference or motivation I suppose that's good but even then um, you, I would be so focused on doing specifically you know that activity of actually doing the work that it would be distracting to watch the videos right unless I'm just like stopping the work and looking it up as a reference and at that point this goes to the other piece which is that there's other sources of education than there than YouTube so if it's actually something that you're doing on a regular basis instead of going to YouTube to watch a video to learn to see how to do something there's many other sources to do that video or book form either way is fine and I think that it's easy to mistake the quantity of information that we acquire versus I'm not gonna say the quality versus the um, it's easy to mistake that the the higher the quantity of information we consume the more educated we become but I think that's a fallacy so actually so for example any given subject that you're interested in you could go out and buy 10 different books on that particular subject but having the 10 having access to those 10 books doesn't give you the education like actually sitting down and reading one of the books gives you education like in other words it's better to have one book that you actually read and go through and let's say there's work exercises work workbook exercises or whatever it's better to have that one book go through it from start to finish than having 10 different books on that same topic right where you're kind of skipping around and maybe skim through some stuff or whatever like if you were to have the one book and go through it even more than once several times then you're really gonna you're likely going to really learn that information actually um, so that this fallacy of the more information the better um, I'm recognizing is not true it's just not accurate right um, which is why you see people who have like I love to use this reference like if you ever watch an artist who is still using some really old version of Photoshop um, then but they do they use it for creating art on a regular basis that level of their level of artistic ability can be um, incredible like way beyond something that you know someone that's always upgrading to the new version and um, you know never really fully getting in depth with the program that they have access to so so yeah so more information 
is not a indicator for more of a quality education experience. It's just not. Um, it's just not actually, and because so much of it ends up being edutainment and in really entertainment. Um, and the other part of it is the other part, the other reason we want access to so many videos um, or so much content is because when we start learning something, learning can be difficult and it can be frustrating. And it's easier to see someone else accomplish something. It's, it's less challenging, right? It's more enjoyable where we can watch someone else do something and feel like we learned something. You know, and it's not that we don't learn anything, but the actual learning piece of things is more difficult in relation to watching something for, you know, edutainment purposes or what we often mistake as education content. So I think that's, you know, it's true. For me, at least. Um, so, so that's what I've been doing. Like I've been even like with books. Like I've been, I I went out and did that. I, you know, I bought a bunch of books on a particular topic, and now I'm letting go of all the books except one. And until I finish that book, I'm not getting another book um, because you know, it's like even just the act of having more several books on a topic is a little bit overwhelming, right? So the idea is just to create give yourself one source of education um, and then go through that and again video form there's much uh, there's there's many other uh, options for education related content uh, in video form besides YouTube as well so that's the thing um, the other big thing about YouTube has been this sort of drama content which is very uh, sort of ego-driven, ego-serving content, which either you know outrages you based on whatever your value system is, um, or it makes you feel superior. I guess is the right word. Like it makes you feel it gives you an ego boost, um, and and sort of inflates your ego artificially. Um, to tell you that you are right, you are moral, morally superior, um, and the other group of people who believe whatever is different than you believe are the worst, you know. And so there's a, there's so much of that content, and, and and you can just fill in the blanks of like whoever that is in relation to, like whether it's a group, um, you know, generally groups are not generally about specific people. Um, that's just like so plentiful and uh so you know it's all polarizing stuff but it's all you know it's it's high level emotional content like it gets you emotionally hooked because it'll get you upset right it'll get you upset but then it'll basically tell you you know you're better than other people kind of a thing and i, I made an episode about this uh previously about that sort of concept um but it's very prevalent on, you know, I would say news generally speaking, 
but also uh, YouTube is just a place where like that is particularly bad because much of it is short form content. It's not long form. Uh, there is of course long form content there, but a lot of it is very short form content because there's you know they're sort of relying on this like shortened attention span of the user being you um, and so they want to get that information to you quickly keep you engaged with it and then move on to the next one and, and you know it's all these like clickbaity titles where any event that occurs has the this you know in this language that is like the most extreme form of language that could be used to describe any situation right like if you're looking at politics it's like this person you know it's not just like the, the language is so extreme i would use the word extreme and not in like a good way um, it's just very like it's over the top and because there's so much of the content it's just it's just too much um and again it's not educational generally speaking like generally speaking if you're going to watch that type of content you're not going to really get informed on an issue um but you're going to have a whole bunch of emotions that you experience by watching that content depending on what your feelings are right how you identify with that content or not um or, or how you identify with the subject matter so so that's another thing and i remember not wanting to watch the news generally speaking or not news not wanting not wanting to wanting to watch tv like very early on like tv was something i didn't want to sort of have in my life as a staple um and so i never had like normal cable tv but when you know youtube came along like that was really it became that for me um it's just you know it's you're still looking at the screen for a similar amount of time and uh you could argue that you know because you can search for content or sort of curate your content that it's somewhat of a different experience but at the end of the day you know it's like i just saw myself being that person I didn't want to be, which was the person who sits down and watches TV for, you know, several hours um, every day. Whether, whether like, I'm literally sitting down, uh, you know, or I'm, like, watching it on my phone as I'm doing, you know, something else. I'm cooking or whatever I'm doing. Like, it's, it's still the same kind of behavior. And... Um, talking about it now and, and now having like a few weeks um away and it, again this is like something i've tried i, I find I'm like there's a pattern of letting go of these um you know social media apps or just sort of internet apps that i will try i will like sort of put restrictions on it limit my time to it um and then I'll, I'll kind of go back and forth for a while. Like I'll, you know, I'll limit my time. And then I realize like, oh, that's not enough. And I'll bump the time up again. And I'll eventually like kind of limit it back down. And I kind of play this game for a while that gets me used to not having it. Um, because 
it's not something like not, none of the things I've been able to do um, have really been like a cold turkey approach. The quitting caffeine was a little slightly different, um, but generally speaking, like all these things take time, and it's it's getting used to if you're if you're reliant on something like you know in this case YouTube uh, where I'm used to it I'm I'm it's built into sort of like a habitual action um, that it's I have something to go to when I, I'm thinking about something or um, or generally like you know at a certain time of the day um, you know like after work or whatever like I'll I'll be watching YouTube videos for a certain amount of time maybe it's something I do when I you know for dinner and then it ends up being a little bit longer than that um, it's put, it's built into my schedule I'm, I'm like my routines and so it's not just the time routines but it's also when you are feeling certain ways it's something that you reach for right like you go to it and you may not even realize it it's, but it's like oh let me go watch YouTube because whatever it is, like I'm feeling bored, you know, I'm feeling, you know, anxious or some emotion, um, or like whatever it is, it can be a ton of things, right? So there's all these like sort of these things that happen where once you remove it, all of a sudden, like you have to, you have to not just find alternatives. Because let's just say you 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 watch you watch it two hours a day in the evenings. Well, now all of a sudden you have two hours available, but it's so so. There's the time component of like, well, what do I do now in, during these two hours? But then there's also the the thing of like, well, maybe I'm bored or I'm you know like. So having an alternative, um, and, and a lot of times you don't really need an alternative because most people are. Or a lot of people are, are sort of overwhelmed and they have plenty of things they actually need to take care of. So if they create a little bit of time, it will they will fill that time up with like other, hopefully more productive things. Um, and uh, but there's the emotional component as well. It's like it's so enjoyable to watch. You know, seeing things you know, uh, like these before and after kind of stuff, like all that stuff is really enjoyable. So when you're dealing with, um, you know, real life stuff, right, as opposed to watching a screen, it, you don't get the same emotional experience. You can't get the same, like, you know, it's, it just doesn't feel as good, um, especially if you're used to that feeling of watching those things and getting a certain feeling from it. Like all of a sudden, like your body, it's like you, you're wanting this emotional experience that you're not having. And then there's a, a bit of like a, I don't know, like, a, I don't know what, it's kind of like a frustration type feeling, um, that's there because of that absence. And, and it's just something that over time, you can build up and get get better at right because you start to sort out those emotions over time and you you also find alternatives for yourself you know and and sort of find a new normal with the absence of something like that something that like for me again was like you know going from a you know 
two hours plus a day, basically, to nothing um, was really like, you know, because this is the first time I feel like I haven't been on there. Um, and so, you know, for a few, well, I say a few, like a couple weeks. Um, so for me, this is like really sort of like one of the longest spans of like not having it at all. Cause even when I did like not having home internet, I had the YouTube app and I would just download videos for offline watching later. So I always sort of had access to it in a bit. Um, I did find one sort of like tiny release valve for this, which is that through Patreon, uh, the app, there, um, how do I say this? There is, there's certain creators who will release their YouTube videos there and they'll leave a link to their YouTube video. And I found a way where you can take that link and open it up in a different application. So there's there's one um, YouTuber that I still follow that releases a video about once a week um, that I, I do have access to, right? So if I wanna watch basically one video a week, like I can do that now, which is much more reasonable. Um, and, uh, you know, going from what I went to from so so what you know it's a process basically it's just like it's not gonna happen overnight it's a process you have to deal with emotions the changes you have to find alternatives figure out you know what you do with the new time um, and I, I guess that's the main stuff I mean there's been um, this has been something I've been working on for a long time but in generally speaking one of the things that I've learned whenever quitting something whenever giving up something like this that is built into a routine that's a habit for me i recognize it's never well there's two things one for me it's it's best to try to let go of one thing at a time right so if i'm like right now my primary focus is, is youtube then is getting giving up youtube getting rid of youtube then it's not good for me to do like YouTube and quitting sugar at the same time because that's on my list of to-dos also. Um, it's like if I try to do two or three things at once, it can be a little difficult and it's also difficult to discern what the changes emotionally and, and also like routine-wise and all those things are needed for that specific thing. Whereas if I'm giving up one thing at a time, I can adjust and I know that those changes and feelings and things like that are related to the specific thing that I'm currently working on giving up. So so that's a big thing. So it's doing one thing at a time um, and giving yourself time also, right? Knowing the second piece of this is like knowing it's not going to be perfect. Like you start working on it and you sort of like go backwards. You know, you move forward a little bit and then you go backwards a little bit. You move forward a little bit, and you just kind of do this dance for a while. And eventually, what I find is that at a certain point, it's like it loses its power. You know, it's just like it. It's easy to step out of it at a certain point, but it's not right away. You know, this is like 
you know, weeks, months, um, depending on what it is, right? Um, for me, this is probably my the hardest one. Um, so, so it's been, you know, this has been something I've been working on for a while. Um, but I also, I, I guess it's just, there's a lot of folks that are really great creators. Um, there's so much great content out there. And I do appreciate, you know, all of that. Um, I know that it's not the platform necessarily, right? It's, it's, a lot of it has to do with the content itself. So having to grapple with that. So again, like the edutainment piece was the big piece. The drama piece was like good recognition of, you know, just the fact that you're just not getting, generally not getting great information anyways. You're just serving these emotional states. Um, but there is other stuff that's just really interesting, uh, which I think is difficult, right? Because it, it's, at least it was very, it, you know, it's, it's, it's been very difficult. Um, knowing there's so, such cool content out there. I mean, there's just a ton of cool stuff on A to Z. Like, it's just, there's a, really a lot of cool stuff. I think it's just the recognition of, again, kind of the edutainment piece. Like, you're you're not really learning anything. You know, it may make you aware of something. I guess it's sort of like I've had a, a, a FOMO for info, right? Like, I, I've had maybe a deep fear of missing out um, on information. Um, I think that's true because some people have a, a very strong FOMO for, like, social activities. For me, it's been information-related. Like, if, if there's something that occurs in the world, I want to know everything about it, you know, like different angles and what are people's different opinions and, and all these things. So that I think that's very, like, FOMO-ish, uh, or maybe exactly what it is um, in terms of information. And, uh, yeah, so I guess it's, like, maybe it's, it's similar to the, the, the no-mo-fomo. Um, because I, f I feel like at this point, most stories that are sort of these viral stories that occur, generally speaking, it is very easy to form a strong opinion with very little information, with sort of surface level information. It, it is very easy to do that, to, to form opinion and have strong emotions behind that opinion is extremely easy to do. And, but the reality of most of these things is like getting to, into the real meat of an issue or the real information of an issue requires a deep level of research, right? Especially if it's like a legal matter um, you know, very few people are going to read through legal documentation, right? Um, I don't know anybody who does that, you know? Um, I suppose, like, if you're truly interested in law, right, then 
you would read through that kind of stuff. But I don't think even, you know, generally speaking, I, I don't know people who do just do that for fun um, or just for like a interest or hobby or, you know, or, or just like any laws that are passed or repealed. Like, um, you know, I don't think, which is kind of a whole nother thing that many of these things are so many pages long that even the people who are putting this stuff into place aren't necessarily reading this stuff, which is which is a whole nother conversation. Um, but at the end of the day, like those things do ultimately like inform the process. And um, of course, there's always like a human element to that as well. It's not just like words that are written down things are constantly changing and evolving and you know you need people to to i guess i don't know translate these type of things um but my point is it's not about taking sides on any given issue it's just about the recognition that i don't have all the information that there's plenty of hot button topics there's plenty of things occurring that I don't have the information, I don't have the bandwidth to find that information. If I do, I think what what is more reasonable is finding maybe one or two um, sort of topics, I guess, um, and then becoming as informed in, as possible about those, like, a, you know, or like getting passionate about like one specific um I guess you could say cause, right? Like, um, then then you have much more of a chance of like actually even affecting actual change, right? Because you find out who the sort of decision makers are for this kind of stuff. You, you do your actual research so you know what the actual um, writing is about it. Um, and then you can sort of not overwhelm yourself with constantly getting sort of put like I feel like that's what a lot of this viral content does it is it just kind of like pushes you around emotionally it's like you're in the middle of like a very turbulent sea and it's like it just you're just getting kind of pushed around like here's one new story and that pushes you one way and here's another one and it pushes you another way and it's just like it's a non-stop thing where you're constantly like you know emotionally just getting pushed around and thrown around and you're not you don't have the space of even dealing with the stuff that you're dealing with like the stuff that because on a regular basis there's stuff that you go through right people you interact with the own challenges that you have that have nothing to do with sort of the bigger picture and you know well i don't say nothing to do but that you have more control over and more agency over um and i think that it also is easy it's because it's generally speaking like i guess i've talked about like emotions a good deal uh because emotions can be challenging to work through right it's kind of that stuff like dealing with real world stuff is not so cut and dry 
right? Like if you're playing a video game, you know exactly what you need to do and where you need to go. And, you know, if you just keep moving right or whatever, you know, if you're Mario or like you're, you know, or just, you know, what goals you need to accomplish, you know, and, um, you know, you're playing Tomb Raider or whatever. It's like, it, it gives you all the stats and everything you need. It's a really clear, concise process. Life is not generally like that. It is difficult. You know, there's people involved. There's all this unpredictability that can be difficult. So even just on a regular basis, there's things that we need to process and it can be possible that, um, it's easier to focus on external events than to, um, than to try to work through our own things, you know, process our own stuff. So, you know, these are one of the things that occurs too. Like once you start to, or at least, you know, for myself, like as I start to let go of more of this sort of media content, um, and by the way, like I also did this with like music. So I currently don't have any music apps. Um, there is this thing that occurs that like you might have more vivid dreams. You know, you you may like sort of have these like emotions that come up, kind of like I talked about last episode, right? That these things are, are happening, and and so YouTube is is one way. Um, and, you know, the content that's on YouTube is, is one way to really, like, it's almost like it gives you the opportunity to experience a strong emotion that you might be needing to experience that emotion um, just based on things that you're dealing with, but you're not directly dealing with those emotions in relation to what you're dealing with. You're watching this content to invoke an emotion to help you kind of try to process it, but it doesn't really help you actually process the underlying emotion. It's like you're you're sort of processing, it's like a way of like, it, maybe it feels too difficult to process the real emotion, whether you recognize that consciously or subconsciously, but, um, but knowing clearly how to feel about some, popular topic is much easier and also like the people that are talking about it are, are basically telling you how to feel about it right like even if you feel similar to what they feel it's like they're providing that sort of video game style of like here's here's how you should be feeling about this thing here's why it's unjust here's what you know they're, they're giving you like a much uh, sort of um focused simple um, you know, uncomplicated way for you to experience the, uh, this emotion. Um, and so I think that, that, uh, that is a thing, um, probably for, for a lot of folks. Again, I'm, you know, all this is all just an, some random person's, you know, thoughts and just entertainment. Um, but I, I do think that, um, that that's a real thing. It's it's easier to, to sort of express things externally. This is why it's so important to like for people to to talk to someone, you know, like seek seek therapy, like to, you know, talk to someone, get some external sort of assistance and 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 help sort of processing emotions and things like that. I think that is very um 
positive. Like, you know, generally speaking, it should, you know, um, because it can be difficult. And I think I noticed this with like certain movies, right? Like if there's certain movies that are generally like vengeance or revenge based movies, right? Highly entertaining movies, but they're generally serving this thing where it puts the viewer in to like a righteousness state where you are aligned with this person who was wronged in some sort of way and you get to experience the emotion of sort of overcoming the thing that wronged you right so you get to experience the emotion of like the 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 sort of emotional wound or whatever that you experienced so you get to it brings that back up something that happened to you or right, you experienced and then gives you some sort of catharsis by seeing you know the main character that you i generally identify with overcome and and you know so it's like it is a way of trying to process something internally you know turning like bringing up the negative emotion having catharsis like you know, being able to let go of the emotion in some way or, or tra- trying to transmute the emotion into something more positive. But um, but it's not directly dealing with your specific stuff, right? So that's where it's like, you know, having someone to chat with and talk to, you know, having professional, which is not me, um, certainly not a professional, like to help guide that in in deal with those things that come up because um probably like a lot of people are, are sort of stuck in this state like people are experiencing genuine frustration genuine overwhelm general like genuine and sort of emotional wounds and things um but i think often are externalizing those and placing them on more popular events um this is not a new thing by the way this is just like something that just continues to happen and it's a it's a pattern that i recognize for myself as through youtube like like oh i'm doing that right like maybe there's actually something that i haven't dealt with that's sort of like feeling this drive to consume this content subconsciously and therefore i should you know, I need to create some separation um, and start to deal with these things, which is not, uh, you know, not always pleasant or comfortable um, or enjoyable. And, but again, it is like building a muscle. It seems to be like building a muscle. Um, and so by constantly trying to limit my time and, you know, start to step away from it, um yeah again i kind of got to this point um yeah yeah uh i think the other piece for me for it was i was always very interested in the newest thing like the newest and latest greatest tech you know the newest and latest and greatest product um for a long time i've been very focused and interested on that on that and wanting to know what's the newest thing and I think I've let a lot of that go. I think um, 
now I focus on like, what can I make or what can I contribute to um, that will push things forward in a positive direction? Like being, being a part of that, being a part of that solution is, um, is, it's different, you know, it's very difficult and frustrating and, you know, it's like, it's hard, but it's, it's also real, you know, like really con actually contributing to, to something. Um, is, is, is to me much more, I think it's that thing of like deeply rewarding things versus like surfacey emotionally, you know, like quick emotionally resp responses, sort of like dopamine hitish, um, types of activities. Like it's, it's, it is more like, you know, doing the heart, the thing that tends to be harder to do tends to be more rewarding in the long run. I mean, that's a very general statement, but it, in terms of like, certainly the gap between consuming content versus creating something is, is true. Um, you know, in creating things takes time and effort. It's difficult. You know, it is. That's just a part of the reality. Like nothing that I've ever made was like some piece of cake thing. It, it's something that I find I have to give myself a lot of patience to learn the things that I want to learn consistency long, you know, consistently long term. Things that I really want to accomplish. If I push myself too fast to learn it too quickly, it can be too frustrating, right? Like in, in or the or it instead, of, I guess it's more. I can get frustrated that I'm not farther along than I would want to be because you, especially in, in YouTube kind of like makes that worse because it's like you see other people doing something similar and it seems so easy, but when you're trying to do it, it's actually very difficult. But the truth is it was also difficult for them. All these people who are making these videos again, like they're accomplishing amazing things. Awesome never assumed that they just started doing that because I never, I don't think I've ever seen a, a creator who's like literally just woke up one day and decided like they were going to make these type of videos. Like it just didn't work out that way. You know, it's like you're seeing the result again of like 10, 20 years or more of, of work um, on a specific focused task that's allowed them to get to the point where they can share this information in such a way that they that they do. So, so when it comes to doing your own things and making things as opposed to consuming things, it's important to remember to give yourself a break, like to be patient with yourself. Um, I've talked about this before. Like one of the things I've done is, is I focus on making a game as opposed to playing video games. Um, and that's just something that I, I consistently do, um, in sort of the background, right? And it's like, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually starting to really sort of gain what it feels like is gaining momentum on this because I've figured out so many of these little things that have taken me, taken me years to figure out. Um, and I'm starting to put them together and starting to see a result of like, oh, I can actually have this thing that I can interact with, I can play, I can start to share with with folks um but again it's like 
I have to give myself the space to, to that it in knowing knowing that it's, it takes time. You know, I mean, if you ever wanted to like do something difficult, try to make a, a walk animation for a 3D character. Like it's like you walk every day you know god willing like you know um most people walk every day um and so but if you try to create an animation of someone walking it's incredibly difficult it's the funniest thing it's like you think you should know what it looks like to walk because you you know even if you don't walk yourself like you see people walking all the time so you think it would be easy, like, oh, you know, well, you just like kind of put one foot in front of the other and you move forward. But there's so many like little nuances, right? Like how do the the hips turn? How do the, how does the, you know, at what point do the, the toes like bend? And <laughs> as you, you know, like, where's the weight being pressed? Like, how do, how does the, your shoulders like, because they don't just turn, they rotate. Like there's all these things that are happening that we just do and we don't even think about it but then when you try to create that it's like you know you could you could spend an enormous amount of time just figuring that out right because it's very easy to make a, a bad looking walk cycle like you know an animation of someone walking it's, it's easy to not do it well <laughs> so um so again and even that type of thing you know knowing your limits and, and, and not trying to do everything yourself. That's another big, big sort of lesson that I've learned over the years, right? And so there's other people, like someone may be really, really great at that. So you don't even have to do it. You can actually just find someone who does it really, really well and then apply that to what you're trying to accomplish, right? So this is the beauty of like community and, and working together and having people with different skill sets um, that we can leverage. And so, you know, having a certain amount of focus yourself is, is, is kind of, you know, critical to, to moving forward. Um, yeah. Like when I, when, you know, whenever I see like a video game credit, so there's like so many people that are listed in the credits, it's like, a, it's mind blowing. So trying to do something by yourself, you know, got to be realistic about like time frames and things like that again. And, uh, you know, so I say all that to say, you know, we'll see what happens. But as of right now, I haven't, I haven't been watching YouTube, and it feels like I'm fine with that, which is a weird thing for me to say because it's something I've been doing for many, 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 many years. So hopefully, that's helpful for someone out there, or at least interesting. Uh, if you do have any comments or questions, I leave uh, a question on this app, um, on the Anchor app that you can come and leave a question for. Or, you know, if you, you know, have gotten this far and you enjoy this, I would really do appreciate uh, if you go to um, Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. And leave a comment there. That's always really nice. And I, I appreciate that as well. And uh, yeah. We'll keep going with this. And uh, almost to episode 100.
Thanks for listening. Take care.